0: IT'S TIME FOR A CHANGE! Oh, yeah. I have so much anger, I feel like I've been raped! In the face! RACHED! At no point in your rambling were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You'll wind up horribly murdered
1: If you should dare not to keep it
0: I know the topic of rape isn't nice Don't bring it up when you're breaking the ice Is that why you are so quick? of my like a wheel as I make deal, when in the face You don't need fortune, you don't need fame. You don't need a credit card to ride this train. This is the element of surprise. Welcome, my name is Chadwick J. Sewitt. Suet. I'm your host on this little shindig we like to take together every once in a while. And, uh, we're in November. Um, before I get into anything tonight, I do want to say to all my avid listeners that I did record two hours worth of, uh, content for a Halloween episode where I just detailed all of, like, my best Halloween memories and the ones that worked against me in the best ways. And, uh, well, the file got fucking corrupted and it just went to shit, so, um... I figured I could re-record it, and it would just not be as good, or I could just say, fuck it, and, you know, there goes October, there goes Halloween, welcome November. So, November it is. So, without further ado, let's get this party going. Um, okay. Okay, so we're in November. Um, as everybody knows, the November is where I do the annual Man Stuff episode, and it's coming up. I, you know, I've got probably 20 to 25 pages of content already that's just going to really reevaluate what it is to be manly in the uh, age we live in in 2021 with uh, you know pc culture oh you can say this Oh, you can say that but you can't say this you can't say that that's racist um you know microaggressions shit like that Um, You know, maybe I'm going to examine what is toxic masculinity versus like, you know, real masculinity, things like that. And then I'm just going to go over some um, other shit as well. But that's that's all coming up at some point this month before November ends. Um, Wake me up before November ends. Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, Okay, but yeah, I just wanted to detail you guys on that. And, uh, you know, without further ado, let's get into it now. You can always find us at podbean.com that's the hosting site go to e o s mentally irregular.podbean.com all the episodes are there you can also check out the facebook page www.facebook.com/eosmentallyirregular and uh, all the <clears throat> excuse me all the episodes automatically go up on the facebook page they also go up on the youtube page as well which is the element of surprise channel on youtube and uh, you can listen to us. They were also available on Stitcher, Castbox, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes. Pretty much everywhere you can hear podcasts. So let's get right into it. Um, it's been 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 a hell of a month. My son uh, just turned ten. He's ten years old now. Um, I've been able to parent a child and keep that child alive for a full decade so kudos to me round of applause let's go round of applause everybody good thank you thank you thank you I appreciate I appreciate you uh, taking a look at my awesome parenting skills and recognizing that they are what they are um, now little do you know that from the moment of this child's conception I was heavily involved in the rearing of the child um, Let's, uh, let's, let's examine that phrase for a moment, rearing your child. Why, who the fuck says that? Why does that sound like butt-fucking? Ooh, I'm going to rear your child. Hey, drop your kids off at the uh, at the babysitter's. Don't worry, parents. Go out for a, fr- for a good night on the town. Your parents need a date night. I'm, don't worry about me. I'll just be rearing your child. Sounds creepy, right? I don't like it. I don't like it. But I'm going to continue to say it. Um, anyway, he's 10. He turned 10. Uh, He's been able to survive for a whole decade under my uh, guidance and tutelage. I've been the Miyagi to his Daniel son. I've taught him everything I know, and he has straight, straight out rejected the majority of it in favor of doing his own thing, which um, I respect. I can respect that. He's becoming his own man. But um, one of the things he wanted to do for his birthday this year for his 10th birthday was to go to the the Sky Zone trampoline park. You know those trampoline parks where you go and the whole interior is basically it's one giant trampoline section after another. They've got ball pits and zip lines and uh, American Ninja Warrior courses, uh, d- trampoline dodgeball, dodgeball obstacle courses, all that shit. He wanted to go there. So we took him there. And, you know, I'm like, Okay, well, we'll go there, and i fully aware that as a 10-year-old, he could probably, there's going to be other kids there, he could jump by himself and have fun. But on the off chance that it was, because this was a Tuesday, that it wasn't as busy as um, a weekend or anything like that, on the off chance there weren't any other people there, I, too, bought a jumping pass. And I learned something very quickly. For a 38-year-old man jumping is out of the question. Trampolining is no longer an option for me. My body just doesn't fucking hold up to that shit. We, we um, They offer three packages. You can jump for an hour for $20. You can jump for an hour and a half for $23. And you can jump for two hours for $25 per person. So We went with an hour and a half. I'm like, well, an hour seems like a little, you know, (laughs) that doesn't seem like much. Uh, Let's go with the hour and a half. Um, Now, keeping in mind that in my youth, in my 20s, in my late teens and 20s, trampoline wrestling was all I fucking did. I was on a trampoline pretty much from, like, the moments I woke up to whenever it was too dark to film us wrestling on the trampoline anymore with me and my friends. So jumping on a trampoline, to me, in my mind, based on my history, I'm like, this is nothing. But no, I, for- I forgot to factor in that, uh, you know, over, over 15 years had gone by, and, um, you know, I'm now almost 40, and I'm not in the best shape, and I'm a heavy smoker who doesn't really eat healthy. So all those... All those things together coalesced into one giant fucking, one giant, like, hammer that as soon as I got out there and started jumping, they just beat the shit out of me. My knees, my fucking ankles, every joint in my, in, in, from my hips down is just destroyed. Um, my shoulders, my up, like, you know, the muscles between my, in my shoulders and the back going up on into my neck are just shit. They are just all sore. I, surprisingly, I didn't damage my, my actual back. I'm like, I'm still pretty shocked by that. I guess my back can take a beating. But, um, you know, for the rest of it, I think I lasted like 15, 20 minutes out of the hour and a half. And I'm like, I am profusely sweating and need to sit down. And he's still like, Dad, watch me. Dad, let's go jump over here. Dad, come jump with me on this. Dad, let's do this zip line. Dad, watch, watch me back flip into this ball pit. I'm like, yeah, kid. That's fine. I'm I'm having a fucking stroke. I'll be I'll be there whenever uh, you know, I'll be there as soon as my heart decides whether or not it's going to kill me right now. And yeah, it's funny. It's funny. So, you know, that was that. That what that was sky zone. Um, you know, in the in the future, he had a lot of fun. I'll be taking him back there, but I do not know if I will be partaking in the uh, jumping. Oh, that's not all. What's not all? Sky zoned. Oh no, I'm getting to that. Just God, let me tell the stories. Just break your back. Shut up, Anakin. Go be ten. Okay. You, aren't you? Why are you still here? You're ten years old. You're a man now. Get a fucking job. Get out of my house. Okay. Um. Yeah. So anyway, as we're leaving the sky zone, since you know nobody else apparently ha- knows how to set up a story, um, since we're, as we're leaving the sky zone, we're getting our shoes on. I'm making sure Anakin had fun. There are these. Um, teenagers in there. I'm going to say teenagers even though from what I saw they looked like they could easily have been like, you know, in their 20s and stuff like that. And um, you know, they let's just put the race thing aside. I'm this they 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 were black. They were black. I don't care that they were black, it's not important that they were black, but because of the phrasing they used and the ebonics that was used during the speech that I'm going to use in the story, just to make sure I get it right to you, you need to know that that they were black. This is literally, legitimately what they were saying, not me being a fucking racist. So, we're getting our shoes on, getting ready to leave, and then I hear Yo! Yo! The fuck, bro? The fuck? I thought you was my friend, man! I thought we was friend! And this other, the other kid gets up. He's like, Shit, man, you, were you coming at me in a fucking Sky Zone? And they just fucking tackle each other on the floor inside a Sky Zone and start fighting and calling each other the fucking N-word. And the one guy just keeps going, Yo, yo, I thought we was friend. I thought we was friend. So then there's this older gentleman with them who was probably in his, like, 50s or 60s. And he does what I thought was the most amazing fucking thing as soon as either his kids or his grandkids or whoever the fuck they were start fucking brawling with each other on the floor of a fucking Sky Zone trampoline park. He does the most amazing thing ever Is he stands up, takes a moment to survey them fighting. the The, the girlfriend is like, ah, she's screaming and doing that whole thing. She's like, get off him, get off him. And this gentleman takes a moment and he sits there and he stares at it without saying a word. He doesn't intervene. And then he turns and just walks across the fucking, across the fucking floor (laughs) outside to the fucking parking lot. And so we're going, you know, at this point we're going outside and everything. And he's just out there sitting out, standing outside, you know, uh, By the time we get to the car, uh, management has ushered the fight outside, and I hear the manager go, "Well, I'm calling the police." And the fat, the fat kid who was fighting, the one that uh, was the one that was like you know dropping n bombs left and right, as soon as he heard the word police, he just turned around. Keep in mind, it's like seven o'clock at night, so it's pitch black now. Thank you, daylight saving time. It's pitch black. the The manager of Sky Zone says. I'm calling the police. Nobody, everyone stay where you are. I'm calling the police. The fat kid turns around and fucking just starts running down the fucking, like, down towards, like, Levin Furniture in Murraysville. He just, he just takes off into the night. As soon as the word police is dropped, he just takes off into the night. And we get in the car, and I'm like, huh. so, everybody have fun. And then we just left. Yeah, you could kind of tell what car they came in, Um, you know, not to be judgmental, but um, the car next to us was basically held together with duct tape and like the taillight of said car was bashed out. So I kind of had a feeling that they met each other there under the pretenses of there was going to be a brawl. There was going to be a fight. Um, That being said, it's been a long time since I've seen like an, an altercation like that. And it immediately took me back to my days of heavy boozing. And I felt like I was standing in a bar parking lot at like 1.30 in the morning. But that's not what it was. It was a Sky Zone children's entertainment trampoline park at 6.45 in the evening on a Tuesday. So, you know, if anybody wants to have fun, we can always go to Sky Zone, jump till our fucking bones hurt, and maybe, maybe watch some people just fight each other. That'll be that that's that's good times good times in, in Monroeville Pennsylvania yeah. moving on um, in prepping for my son's birthday you know as every kid does um, you know kids have I don't want to say they're selfish but kids have this very selfish um, desire to and when they know their birthday is coming up anytime you're out shopping they'll see anything that even fleetingly catches their eye and say, ooh, my birthday's, my birthday's next week. I want that. Ooh, my birthday's next week. I want that. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like, ooh, I saw this, 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 this. IPod. this yes, I know. You, want, you still want a fucking iPod. Touch. Yes, an iPod touch, because there's nothing like getting you outdated technology when you have a fucking cell phone that can literally hold all those songs on it anyway. But, you know, I, I'm not digressing. I am I digress. Um anyway, so we're in Walmart, walking around and Anakin's looking at all the all the th- things. Ooh, I want that. Ooh, I want that. So I go down the aisle where I'm certain he's not going to want anything, which is like the little like toddlers toys aisle. The aisle for like, you know, you know, good for ages 12 months and above. Ooh. This toy's okay for a 3-year-old. Things like that. And we see a um talking figurine for a YouTube character called Blippy. This is going to be fun! Called Blippy. Now, in case you're not sure what Blippy is, I'm going to give you a little background on Blippy. If you haven't heard about Blippy, that's just because you don't have a toddler. Uh, Blippy hosts an educational ish YouTube channel where he does videos that have legitimately racked up billions of views and he gets a little bit of criticism because he's kind of like mr. Rogers smoking methamphetamine but he does build he has built an impressive uh, Empire off of his blippy character to the point where they're making little blippy action figures now uh, his real name is Stephen John uh, he created the blippy character whenever he was trying to... Make it as a YouTube sensation under his previous character, known as Steezy Grossman. Uh, Steezy was not really directed towards children. He was a boy who was born as poop, resulting from anal intercourse. Um, So his audience used to be equally immature, though for very different reasons, is what I'm saying. Um, anyway, Steezy made luminous videos with titles like Turd Boy and Underwear Man because it's always a big moment in a turd boy's life when he finally grows up to be an underwear man. But, um, he did this whole video in 2013, uh, okay, in 2013, I, I'm, I'm getting off subject, he did this video that was a take on the Harlem Shake. Uh, for those of you who don't know what the Harlem Shake was, it was a, uh, dance. That was very popular in like 2013. Um, it One person would dance uh, to a slow part of a song. Then once the song would pick up, uh, videos would cut to a bunch of people doing something wacky. And that was the fucking uh, the, the Harlem Shake. That was the whole thing. So uh, Steezy, a.k.a. Mr. John, a.k.a. now known as Blippy, did a Harlem Shake video called The Harlem Shake Poop. Where he sits on a toilet and then music... Is playing, and then when it picks up, it just cuts to him just naked and spraying shit all over the room, just spinning in circles and just shitting on everything. And some of the shit hits his friend on the butt, and he makes very he makes it very very obvious that the shit is on his friend's butt. So basically, a naked man shotguns poop onto his naked friends, and that was the end of the video. Um, that's what he did beforehand, <laughs> but now he's just blippy. But anyway. I'm not here to talk about the man's past. I just wanted to introduce you to who Blippi is and why it's important. So, going back to us being in Walmart in the children's fucking aisle, we're walking down, and there's a Blippi action figure. Um, You know, and if you push his little orange bow tie, Blippi is known. He wears jeans, uh, a tucked-in short sleeve blue button-down shirt, orange suspenders, an orange hat, an orange... Uh, thick rimmed glasses and an orange bow tie and if you push Blippi's orange bow tie he says his signature catchphrase of this is gonna be so much fun! So we're walking through there I go, ooh, Anakin, don't you want this? He goes, no. Oh wait, that's Blippi. I used to watch Blippi. I go, okay, let's see what he says. And I push his bow tie and he goes, this is gonna be so much fun. And Anakin goes, okay. And I'm like, hey, you're the one that said you used to watch this. I go, besides, you don't know that that's gay. You know, it's been my... I'm, listen to me, kid. I'm 38 fucking years old. I've lived a lot of fucking life. I've had experiences that you could fucking only dream of fucking having at 10. You know, in based off my experience, what you do anytime a man that is a stranger wearing an orange bow tie, comes up to you unannounced and says, this is going to be so much fun. He goes, I know, I know, you don't talk to strangers. I go, no, fuck that noise. You follow that motherfucker. Guy in an orange bow tie just walks up to you says, this is going to be fun. Follow me. You follow them. I don't care if they want to break into your neighbor's house and slowly peel your neighbor's skin off. You follow that ass hat. You follow them around. If they want to burn a school down, you follow them. If they want to bust into the fucking... What is beeping? What the fuck is beeping? If they want... I don't... Sorry. If they... If that person wants to bust into an old folks home and straight up light it on fire while... And then sit there watching the fire doing shots of tangare, you fucking follow them. Anytime... Listen. To all my listeners and all my listeners' children, gather around. Gather round, it's story time. Alright kids, your parents have put you up near the speaker so you can hear Uncle Chad's voice. Good. Listen kids, anytime a stranger wearing an orange bow tie comes up to you and says this is going to be fun, you follow them. You follow them wherever they go, wherever they may lead, like a fucking Pied Piper of joy, because they are going to lead you to the best times of your fucking life. So, that... That's a, a a promise and b what I told my son is that anytime a stranger in an orange bow tie approaches and says this is follow me kids this is gonna be fun you follow them because you don't know what you're gonna get into they might want to go fucking on like a like a three day long bar crawl with fucking with like fucking fourth graders do it I don't care that's you know you got to be part of that kind of shit it's the only you're only young once live your lives you know get the most out of it um, moving on we're also in Walmart the same night. And we're walking back over to the grocery section to meet back up with, with his mom and see what uh, kind of groceries we're going to buy. And we meet back up with her, and I forget Anakin's yelling something to me at me about the blippy, and, you know, what if he wants to do this? I go, I don't fucking care. If he says it's going to be so much fun, you follow him. And as we're walking, there's a guy in his probably mid-20s, Walking towards us. Now, for those of you that physically know me, it's, uh, you know, not thick, pretty thin, about 5'8, thick rimmed glasses, hat, old leather jacket that I got in high school, uh, disheveled, graying facial hair. The gentleman walking towards us was mid 20s, thin, about 5'8, same style hat, thick rimmed glasses fresh, youthful facial hair, black leather jacket that has not yet been adorned with the spikes and paint of uh, 27 years of um, being me. And Anakin goes, Ooh, Dad, that guy looks like you from the past. Mm. And I said, Yes, yes. If, If you took me from the past and literally put me here now, that's who I probably would have been. And we're turning the corner to where his mom's at, and I said... Man, that takes me back, back to the days. And she goes, what? What did you just say? Did you say something about your Ten Commandment days? <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's exactly what I said. I said, me, m- m- me in the Ten Commandment days. Most Anybody that knows me knows that I'm mostly known for growing a long white beard, wearing a large robe, splitting, splitting bodies of water with a stick, and carrying around large slabs of fucking uh, concrete that I've dead chiseled. Bodies. chiseled Yes, and dead bodies that I've chiseled fucking uh, commandments into. So, yeah, that, that's exactly what I was saying. I was talking about my Ten Commandment days uh, to my ten-year-old in Walmart whenever he saw what was possibly an apparition. I don't know. Um, moving on, I haven't yet brought this up. Um, a few months ago, Rikish Cat passed away. And it's been very sad, but we have a new cat now, the Mimsy cat. She's tiny, she's a little cat, she's a kitten. So, um, as she, being that she's a kitten, she's got those fucking, um, the kitten energy. And she is pitch black with these adorable little eyes. And... She makes—remember, I, 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 I firmly—my point is I'm getting at is, without describing a cat at you, is I firmly believe she's Re- Reekish Cat reincarnated, even though nobody say, agrees with me. Uh, reason number one, Reekish Cat had a tendency to get after or go after all of the smokes we'd roll and, like, play with them and bat them around. She was just too old to, like, get up and have kitten energy and, like, jump around with them. Uh, Mimsy, on the other hand, took her two seconds to find a cigarette and fucking just start batting it around. I say out loud to, to my family, I says, hmm, if only I remember another cat in history that we knew that Joy in life was batting around cigarettes, and they're like, no, it's not her. I'm like, it is. It's fucking her. Then, this cat makes sounds that a cat wouldn't make. Now, it's not quite reekish cat sounds, because reek was an old blob of fucking, just like, you know, wet pancake batter in a Ziploc baggie with ball bearings. This cat's a fresh cat that's new and everything, but she still doesn't make cat sounds. Reekish cat's noises were like, Mimsy, on the other hand, she does what I'm affectionately calling the tea kettle. You get her her food, and she'll come up to you, and she'll just go, It just sounds like the tea kettle, like, steaming once the tea kettle is boiled. Uh, they both have a tendency to, uh, violently assault Baus in their own ways. Reek, being that she was an old homunculus with, uh, no, with no muscle tissue left in her body and all of her joints disheveled and broken, could only hiss at him. Mimsy, on the other hand, being a fresh-faced, uh, young kitten with the body of a kitten and the energy of a fucking cocaine addict, um... Decides that she's going to just leap upon him from any surface whatsoever at any given point in time because she can, further proof that she is Reekish Cat reincarnated. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep an eye on this. I'm going to keep an eye on this young kitten and further prove that she is, in fact, Reekish Cat reincarnated. Um, that said, I don't believe that I've ever had an animal that um, in my life that is... You know, worth talking about that wasn't a fucking idiot of some kind. Because they all are. Um, But moving on. I think I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of advice coming up now to finish off this episode. Um, So yeah, that's what we'll do. You know, just some little advice and some things that I've noticed over my lifetime. So Anakin, what the fuck are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Are you just talking to the air? No, I'm talking... All right, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear you fucking choke to death. Okay, anyway, listen, folks. Okay, so, you know, sometimes all I'd like is just to spend one more day with my grandmother. She was the best. Sometimes when I was a little kid, she'd sing me Frank Sinatra songs. And other times, she'd dislocate all of her bones from their joints and collapse onto the ground. I remember thinking that she looked like someone had stuffed a skeleton into a bag with a face, and it always made me laugh. Anyway, what is the deal with skeletons? Why are they always dancing in cemeteries like some sort of hootenanny? Can't they see it's no place for a party? If you want to have a real party, you pay this guy who hangs out near the parkway for a bag of these really foul-tasting candies. You basically have to choke them down, but man, they're worth it. That's a fucking party. Which reminds me, I can't imagine anything being more fun than hitting goofballs at trolls. First off, you get the satisfaction of improving your golf game, and secondly, you get to remind those trolls why humans are at the top of the food pyramid. One thing I've learned in my 38 years is that if I had a mullet I'd make sure that it was curled into a 1970s perm. The rest of my hair would be meticulously kept at a quarter inch in length, but baby that mullet would be glorious. Halfway down my back people would come from miles around to see the mullet and they'd pay five dollars a pop to toss twigs at it. And if the twig sticks in the mullet they'd win a prize. My fiance has been getting a lot of plants for around the house. And it made me think, because we've been getting a lot of potting soil, that potting soil is basically like breakfast cereal for plants, only they eat it with their legs somehow. If I eat with my legs, that would look erotic. You know, yes it would. You know what word doesn't get the credit it deserves? Gristle. Gristle. For that matter, why are people so triggered by the word gape or gaping? It's a perfectly fine word that should get way more use than it does. The word I don't like is homely. If it means ugly, why does it have the word home in it? Isn't home supposed to be a safe place that you feel comfortable? My home is a duplex apartment structure, and I think it's okay. I like that I can keep my things there, and my family can live inside of it. You know what would be an awful place to live? Mordor from Lord of the Rings. I'm not down with the whole gigantic voyeur wreathed in flame glaring down at me all the time. What if I'm doing something in the nude and he's just peering at me? Just find your fucking ring already, I'd say. I wouldn't tolerate that shit. When somebody tells me that they need a vacation, I always recommend Bombay. Mainly because I'm not entirely sure where the fuck it is. And I hope that they'll come back and tell me but also because it makes me think of Gordon Bombay, the character from the Mighty Ducks played by Emilio Estevez. There are some days that I wake up and I can't remember my own name, so I immediately start looking through the wallet in my pants. Most times I find a driver's license with my name and a picture on it, but other times I don't find anything, so I just go about my day not knowing who I am until somebody calls me by a name. Then I'm whoever that person is. Listen, nobody understands better than me the importance of a well-cleansed butthole. I'm a 38-year-old man, and from time to time, I'll still use baby wipes because they're cool, fresh-smelling, and they get you completely clean. I'm not, embarrassed to say, I'm not embarrassed to say that to you at all. Also, I think there's way too many sexuals out there you know? Like, they're just making up sexuality types now? So I made one up too. Previosexual. I am now a previosexual. Chad, what the fuck is a previosexual? Well, cool your lips. I'm about to tell you. Only being sexually attracted to things that I've been sexually attracted to previously is previosexual. And that's me. I'm a sexual now. All right, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Um, again, man stuff. Next week, this time, 25 pages. It's uh, I don't know if I'm going to do all 25 pages of content, but we're going to talk about a lot. We're going to reevaluate being a man in today's day and age. It's going to be fun. As always, it's going to be manly. So I want everybody to get their beards going. Ladies, gentlemen, children of all ages, get your beards and mustaches going. Go up to any female or any man without a beard that you see and just backhand slap them for no fucking reason. Make sure that your wife is in the kitchen at all times. Put a fucking bed in there. That's where they live now. They sleep there now. Man stuff next week. That's a fucking promise. And before I let you go, Check out the uh, following. Check out a Fireside Chat at Libsyn.com, hosted by my good friend Ryan McCormick. Check out the McSauce Comic Book Podcast, hosted by Ian, Paul, and Matt on Podomatic. And check out Case in Point, hosted by Justin Case on Audio Boom. Now, for those of you who are uh, avid listeners of both Case in Point and a Fireside Chat, you're going to notice something. You're going to notice upcoming soon. There's going to be an episode. You're going to tune into a Fireside Chat, and there's going to be an episode of Case in Point on there. You're going to say, what the fuck? What happened here? Nothing. Grimace just, Ryan just, yes, Grimace, just guest spotted on Case in Point with Justin, and they talk wrestling, and it's going to be airing on both feeds. So look forward to that. All right, guys. Thank you again for listening. Take care of yourselves. Don't murder anybody, but if you do, go out and get a shitload of stump remover because you're going to want to get rid of the evidence. And lastly, as always, cue the fucking bear music. Now that I have lived a lifetime's worth of days Finally I see the folly of my ways So listen Temptations of this world Day till you die, it's a beautiful.